Welcome to That Food and Wine Show with Nerida Conway. You're listening to That Food and Wine Show. I'm Nerida Conway and I'm sitting here with Mitch and I'm going to let him tell you his fancy title. Hi guys, my name is Mitch <laughs> and I am the brand ambassador for Vitasoy Cafe for Barista's Oat Milk. Now, uh, how do you become a brand ambassador for Oat Milk? Okay, well, um, I've been in hospitality for... I'm 31 and since I was 14, so you guys do the maths. Wow. Um, and worked as a barista for the, like the last six or seven years. And this opportunity came up um, to with the launching of this new oat milk. And I was familiar with oat milk. Uh, my girlfriend's from Sweden and oat milk's gone pretty huge over there, as well as the rest of Europe and, and America. Um, but I hadn't seen it anywhere in Australia, so I was pretty excited to try it out and got the job. Here I am, chatting to you. Chatting to me, I know. Yeah. Well, the reason I got in touch was because um, I was sent, um, I was just explaining to you before off air, that obviously because of this podcast, I'm sent lots of different samples of things to try and some things I like and some things I don't. But um, in my house, my daughter is a vegan so she wants to eat and drink, um, obviously, non-dairy products. And um, I've tried I've tried um, soy milk to make it taste like chalk. Sorry, people out there who do who do like it. Um, and I've tried lots of different kinds of milks. And um, yeah, I just didn't find any of them to be that great. And then I tried the oat milk, and I liked it because it had sort of almost a slight malty flavour through it. Um, and so now we tend to drink that all the time. But I've had, when I sort of be a brat and go into a cafe and go, hi, do you have oat milk? It's so very Melbourne of me. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, oh, what? No, what? We can't even keep, hang on, what is this now? <laughs> yeah. Can't even keep up. So, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you to understand, for our listeners to understand, you know, what it is and just to sort of talk more about it. I see where you're coming from going into a cafe and asking for <laughs> oat milk because that has been my job for the last uh, four months. Is what to, are some of the weirdest requests you've ever to, had? Well, to, <laughs> oh, people, the half and half thing's pretty weird. Okay, you know, what can does that you, mean? You know, can you make it half skim and half soy or like half almond and half macadamia? Really? That's, that's requests from a barista I like working Oh my in gosh, cafe. I've never heard. Yeah. I don't know a half and half person. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know if... I don't know if you want to be friends with a half and half person. I can't be friends with a half and half person. I feel like, you know, pee will get off the pot, as they say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of pea milk, peas, that's that's a new one as well. Pea milk. Oh, pea milk. Oh pea my milk, gosh. Hemp milk. There's. They're all. Uh, they're all coming out. It's sky like, milk. We we're talking about yes. before. Sky milk. Someone ordered, <laughs> Explain what our sky. What sky milk well, someone, is. Someone. <laughs> someone ordered a long black this morning. And uh, I corrected them and said, oh, it's actually a sky milk latte. <laughs> sky milk being water, of course. And they've just gone, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> now, it turns out you can pretty much milk anything. Um, so I've milked a salmon, and that's something you can never unsee. And it's, uh, you know, fishing a live salmon out of its, you know, lovely, fake, real, amazing pond, pond yeah. popping it into a bathtub filled with cloves mm -hmm. as in spice herbs and cloves mm -hmm. which knocks it out cold 
Mm-hmm. You then grab it. Now, they're slimy, they're slippery. And, you know, I'm talking they're about at least a foot and a half long because they're 12 they're, months old. They're big. They're big. Yeah. And then you kind of pop it on your knee. <laughs> and in a firm <laughs> downwards motion, you sort of massage their guts. And, and, and extract the milk. And, the well, the egg, the little salmon pearls. Yeah. The caviar pearls come flying mm. out their cloaca. So you're milking it for its eggs, for its essentially, eggs. not yes, for its not, um, no. its milk. No, but okay. it's but called, called milking, milking salmon. Yeah. Wow. And one salmon will sort of net you a couple of cups full easily really? of these beautiful pearls, and they're put straight into jars and sold through Yarra Valley Caviar. Wow. Which is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. And the other weird milk I've had is deer milk. Okay. I had it straight from the teat. <laughs> I didn't have it straight from the teat, okay. no. <laughs> um, and actually, it comes from New Zealand and it um, is called Pamu, this particular one. And we had a degustation lunch uh, at the Stokehouse where we could actually try it. The chef actually prepared deer milk in six or seven different ways. Mm. And it's something like $57 a kilo. Whoa expensive and it comes in a powder format and you have to reconstitute it at like 60 degree temperature Mm. it's a process which i would never do but you know it's a chef thing um and (laughs) it just tastes incredibly creamy just incredibly rich and creamy but not very gamey so it was quite good, but nice. it's a lot of hoo-ha. Yeah, mm. bit of a process. It's a process. Kind of like the salmon looking. Yes, the salmon. yes. It's a bit of a process. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, now, I didn't know that, you know, oats could be milked. Yeah, well, they can. <laughs> Pretty much anything, uh, almost anything can be milked. So okay. um, everyone's familiar with soy milk. Yeah. It's been around a long time. Um, lots, of pe- lots of people love it. Lots of people don't love it. But people have been looking for an alternative to dairy milk. Uh, some people just are missing the enzyme that processes dairy, so they're lactose intolerant. Some people don't like the taste. Some people have seen uh, one of the various documentaries that are that are out at the moment um, that's maybe made them start thinking about reducing the amount of dairy or animal products that are in their diet. Um, so then along came almond milk. It's, it's been very successful in, in Sydney. Mm. And I um, don't mind a bit of almond yeah, milk. Yeah, I don't mind mm. it either. Lots of, people, um, lots of people like it and lots of people don't like it. You know, everyone's mm. tastes are different. Um, and then we've seen the rise of uh, macadamia nut milk. But they're um, still nuts. They are still nuts, mm. yeah. Um, and, and now we have, um, like I said before, pea milk and hemp milk. But no one's kind of really sort of nailed it. Um, in terms of getting it to froth like cow's milk, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, you know, it kind of works, but it's not as good as dairy milk. And, mm-hmm. Or um, sometimes they split really low, yeah, really low temperatures exactly, so you can't exactly. have a hot coffee. No, exactly. You know, the sugars tend to burn at a little bit lower temperature mm-hmm. um, or they separate and they look really unsightly, yeah. which a lot of people eat with their eyes. Um, or drink well, with no their eyes. Well, no one wants eyes. to get like a curdled yeah, milk and go... Yeah, orange latte. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's not, it's not fun for anyone. Um, and then oat milk came along, which, um, which is great. And, you know, it, from a, a barista's point of view, it's fantastic to work with because it doesn't separate, meaning there's no, no wastage. You're not chucking out your, your mm. leftover bits. Um, you're not remaking any because yeah. um, they don't separate in the cup and people like it. Um, it feels, has the mouthfeel of dairy. Yeah, it does. Um, oats are healthy. They're sustainable. Mm-hmm. Especially here in Australia, 
we know that our farmers are doing it really tough at the moment. Um, so uh, all, the, all of the oats used in uh, the Vitasoy Cafe for Brewster's oat milk are from Australian farms. So we're supporting Australian farmers, which is really good. We are a little bit behind in Australia. Okay. Not no. just... Well, yeah, <laughs> in more ways than one. Oh. Um, so like food and food and fashion and sort of... Wake um, up, Australia! Everything. Well, we're just a bit far away from mm. the rest of the world. You know, we're not as sort yeah. of progressive as everyone else. So it takes a little bit of time, a little bit longer for things to cotton on. Mm. Um, so oat milk's been pretty big in, in Europe and America for a few years, but it's just sort of starting to take off now. So like, how do you make it? Without giving away um, too many secrets, it's so easy. And you can, you can use oats, you can use almonds, you can use cashews or macadamias or anything. Um, literally soak them in filtered water, yep. blend them and strain them. Right. Yeah, you can add a little bit of oil. You can add a little bit of salt. Okay. Um, strain it through a muslin cloth yep. to get all the bits out. Um, you may end up with like a really thick, pasty um, mm. consistency kind of milk, and then you can just add more water. water. Right. Um, it might be too. Sorry, it more, might be more filtered water. Do sky you juice. Thank filtered you. sky juice. Thanks. Yeah. Um, you okay. can if and. Like on the alternative, if it's uh, if it's too thin, then just make another batch that's too thick and combine them together. Or if you're a half and half person, add some cow's milk. Yeah, done. Or some some cream or what you know, whatever you want. Ah, oh, that's awesome. And super, yeah, super easy. And so, what um, another good thing I like about having these milks um, is that obviously they are shelf stable. Yeah. If I buy one, how long can I keep it in so, my pantry? So these are all um, Tetra packs yep. and they're UHT, yep. which means they're ultra high treated. So Because ultra high treated UHT cow's milk, gross to me, yep. tastes disgusting. Yeah. Um, it's handy, but yep. don't like it. So, how does this so not have the yucky taste? Well, it's um, pretty much, so it's, it's heat ultra high treated, all the bacteria has been killed and then it's at that moment that it's put in the Tetra Pak mm. without any oxygen in there. So yeah. no more uh, bacteria can grow, um, therefore gives them a shelf life of about two years. Oh, Once wow. you open it uh, and chuck it in the fridge, you've got about a, uh, a week. Okay, like um, normal milk. Like normal milk, exactly, right. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how they do it. It's nothing fancy that's in it. Um, it's purely just um, what they've done to it and how they've packaged it. So I just want a couple of tips for our listeners if I can. Um, from you about, you know, making a good coffee at home. Yeah. So, I mean, I have, for example, a Breville coffee machine which grinds and does, and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. And one of the proudest days I've ever had was the day that I serviced this coffee machine myself from watching nice. YouTube videos. Well done. Unscrewed it, took it all apart. Totally I was just, clean. oh my gosh, it was nice so one. empowering for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it's enough on that. But, um, if you've got, uh, and I'm t- not talking necessarily about a pod machine because yeah. there's not really a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. You just press the buttons and go. But if you've got a, a coffee machine at home, yeah. uh, what is going to make the milk the right temperature and also frothy? Okay, so, well, in order to froth the milk, you're going to need a machine that has a wand on yeah. it. Um, yeah. So if that's what you have and what you're working with, um, you want to... At, um, so submerge the wand in the milk mm-hmm. and turn it on full, mm-hmm. and you want it. Uh, you want it to make that sound like that. Like this air going in. So that, but at the start, you want that. 
<laughs> sound. Okay. So you only want that for the sort of like maybe three to five seconds. Okay. That's going to put heaps of air into it. And okay. if you do that the whole time, you're just going to end up with a, a pile of fluff. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, which if you're making a baby chino, it's good. Great, but, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not going to go great with your coffee. Yeah. Um, so you only do that for the sort of first three to five seconds. Okay. And then you submerge the wand um, deeper into okay. the milk jug. Okay. And you kind of position it so it's like left of center. Okay. Which will make the milk sw- swirl oh, in like a whirlpool. Because if you just put it straight in the middle, it's not, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. going to just sort of bubble. So yeah. you want it to swirl. Yeah. Um, and then that little sound is what you want, as what you'll be listening for the little bits of air going in. So. You just have to monitor it. Use all your senses. You know, yeah. you're obviously feeling the temperature with your hands. Um, now, this is an annoying point yeah. that you've just brought up from my end because um, I don't understand when I go and pay $5 mm-hmm. in some places for a coffee, mm-hmm. a small coffee, and I get it and it nearly rips the skin off the roof of my mouth because it's so hot. It's so hot. I think, how, how did they even hold the <laughs> jug? And how, how do you... And what's the perfect temperature? Okay, well, cow's milk. I don't milk, have a, I don't Cow's have a, milk, it's, a, it's around about 65 degrees. But I don't have a thermometer. So okay. How am I going to work So I use the two-second rule okay. if it's cow's milk. So if I can hold my hand on there for two seconds and, yep. and I count, so I put it on and I go one, two. Yep. Um, and then I have to take it away because it's too hot. That's about a good temperature. Oh, that is just gold. Um, if if I can hold it on for longer than two seconds, it um, it's not quite hot enough. Okay. Um, and... Other way around, if it's and if it um, takes the skin off your hand, hot. yeah, it's too hot. But like, some people like it like that, you know. So my mum likes her her coffee as hot as you can get it without yeah. boiling it, pretty much. Yeah. Um, which can be tricky because if you, especially if you're working with a specialty coffee, the sugars in milk start to burn at around yeah. 65 degrees, so you're not going to get the proper taste out of it. Um, so there's other tricks you can do, like heating the cup up first, mm. getting the cup really hot with hot water. But other times you, you just want it hot, well, you just have to make it hot. And if that's going to sacrifice the taste of your coffee a little bit, then, you know, that's the person drinking it's um, problem. Problem. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have a coffee machine at home or do you just get home and go, I'm going to get out my uh, <laughs> Nespresso no, and, no, and put we it have- um, My Nescafe Gold couple, Blend. We have a couple. <laughs> obviously, like I make coffee, so I'm standing by an espresso machine all the time. So yeah. I don't really feel a need to have an espresso machine at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we do have is a uh, what's called a. Uh, let me just. It's. I'm going to say it in Swedish and then translate it oh into my English gosh, because you're my, so fancy. Yeah, because it's called a. Um, Brig Café Machine, which is, just means a brewed coffee machine. Okay. So it's like the um, you put the paper filter in okay. and you put your coffee grinds in okay. and the water boils and steams up and then drips down through it into a jug. I think that's Australian for dripulator. Is that what it's called? Dripulator? Is that what it's called? <laughs> well, I think it's kind of a 70s thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, they're old school. Mm, very and they're, old they're school. epic because you get like a big pot of coffee. Yeah. It takes you two seconds to start it up and you go jump in the shower, you go yeah. to the shower and it's ready and the whole house smells like coffee. And there is a machine mm. that is attached to that with an alarm clock. Oh, so well, the, mine's got a timer on it. Oh. So I can go, I can go, you know, put the water in it and then go start this in nine, eight, eight hours or nine hours and awesome. then go to bed and then in the morning it all. You wake up to it. Yeah. And for, so for that, uh, the oat milk's great because you can, it's kind of like drinking a long black yeah. and then you can just put your, um, your cold oat milk in the top. Yeah, right. I also have an AeroPress, uh, oh, which I bought amazing. at the, yeah, I bought that at the Melbourne International Coffee Expo down in Melbourne, where you're from. Yeah. Um, the mice, they 
abbreviate it. Yeah. And I'd heard a lot about these aeropressors and... Um, explain to our listeners what that looks like and what that is. So it's like a, 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 a plastic tube, super mm-hmm. simple design. Um, you put the two pieces of the tube together and stand it up mm-hmm. and you put however many scoops of coffee, mm-hmm. probably just like one or two, and then you fill it up with boiling water. And then you put a, a paper filter that comes with it in this little lid that goes on the top. You've lost me at lid. <laughs> <laughs> you then turn it upside down and literally like uh, like push push it down. It's hard to to describe. It's I'm doing like the, the actions, doing the yeah. actions with yeah. my hands. Yeah. Um, you just push it down and it uh, pushes the coffee through the filter yeah. and. It's really, it's really good. It's really fast, super easy, really easy clean up. Can you do a cold version of that? Yeah, you can. You want to let it, um, I've done it cold a few times. You want to let it brew for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but that's really, that's, that's awesome as well. Yeah. Yeah. And with the oat milk in the top, it's, uh, it's delicious. Okay. And what's your connection to Sweden? Because your partner's Swedish. Yeah, my my partner's Swedish. Swedish? No, but I look Swedish. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, German, Hungarian, Austrian. I actually ended up there um, in 2009. I had um, a really good mate of mine living in Stockholm. My sisters were living in London, so I just went there uh, to travel. Yeah. Um, went there, had a, f- a ticket to return home after five months, but I ended up staying in Sweden for two and a half years and in Europe for four years. Wow. Um, what a great experience. I got a job in an Aussie pub over there and just used Gothenburg as my base to, to travel around Europe. You sound so Batman. Yeah, I know. Everyone, because it's like Gotham, <laughs> Gothenburg, yeah. And then um, I've since, you know, that was ages ago. That was in, in 2009. Mm. Uh, but I've since, you know, met a Swedish girl in Australia. How um, ironic. So you I didn't know. meet her over there. No, I didn't meet her over How there. funny. So um, they're big coffee drinkers over there. Oat milk has taken Sweden by storm. Every barista that I, because I'm visiting so many cafes, every yeah. every barista or waitress that I meet that's Swedish or German, they always say, "Oh, finally some oat milk over here," you know. Cause How good. Um, it reminds I know, me well, of home. It's my new favourite, so yeah. I will say that, and hence why I wanted to find you and yeah. talk to you about this. Um, so, where can people buy oat milk? This one's Vita Soy. That's yep. the one that I've had. Yep. Um, which is why I called you. So you've just got to you've got to ask your yes. uh, local cafe and okay. barista if they have it and if they be don't. prepared for the eyeball roll. Yeah, yeah. But they won't for long. It's like yeah. anything; it'll be just as standard I've, as cow's. I've milk. been getting two ends of the spectrum. I've been getting oh oat milk. What's that? I've mm. never heard of it. Mm. And then I've been getting um, oh finally everyone's asking about it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, like I said before, we're a bit behind. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, and it's so versatile as well. It goes, it goes great in, with hot chocolates. It goes great with chai. Um, I have used it for cooking as well. Incidentally. Yeah. I've used it in a cake. And I feel like out of all the plant milks, it's going to be um, the barista, not just the consumer's favourite, but the barista's favourite because yeah. it is so easy to work with. And... Uh, you know, frothing just like cow's milk, you can do your latte art mm. with it and stuff, which is a lot of a, a big part um, of a lot of people's cafes and businesses. Yeah. You know, they want their coffees, every coffee going out looking really pretty as yeah. well as tasting good. Yeah. Um, it's a you know a bit of a presentation thing, and that's pretty hard to do with almond milk and macadamia milk and yes, soy milk. Definitely. Um, but it's really easy to do with oat milk. So. And it's thicker, like so. A lot of those other milks are quite watery, um, yeah. whereas that one's. It, nice it's got the uh, the perfect fact content so that mm. it feels good in your mouth as yes. well yeah. yeah well um you can buy it at any supermarket pretty much now can't you yeah, yeah. 
I'm give pr- or take. Give yep. or take. So there is there was a, a version of this that's been out for a little while, which mm-hmm. is just called oat milk unsweetened. Yeah. Um, I personally like things unsweetened. Yeah. This yep. one is also unsweetened, yep. um, but it's it's left out of the brand name. It's mm. the Cafe for Baristas range. Yeah. Um, so this is made uh, specifically to go with coffee and to be stretched on a coffee machine. Oh, heaven. I love it. And it, yeah. I mean, it's the one I buy and I use it because I say I just use it for wherever I would use cow's milk now. Yeah. Because it's easier for me um, with my daughter, you know, as I said, being vegan and also um, just the fact I can keep it in the cupboard and whip yeah. it out and not have to rush off to the shops every five minutes. Um, yeah. So I'll put a photo of it on my Instagram. Uh, so people can have a look, but it's Vita Soy Oat Milk Cafe for Baristas. And Mitch, so gorgeous talking to you. Yeah, really Thank nice you so much. nice to talk so to you much. too, Nerida. It's great to meet you. Um, you just reminded me of a joke that I heard uh, today. How do you know? How do you know if you're talking to a vegan? Uh, they tell you. <laughs> Sorry to all of our vegan listeners. But Nothing against vegans, but they have, do tell you. They do tell you, and it's like a CrossFit person. Yeah, they tell you as well. Yes, yeah, imagine definitely. if you had a CrossFit. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing know? wrong with that. It's no. great to be passionate yeah. about your thing. Exactly. It is. Um, yeah, we should stop there because I have some other jokes too, but I'd probably upset some of my vegan <laughs> listeners, who I do love, including my own daughter. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to That Food and Wine Show. I'm Nerida Conway. For more snackable content, visit thatfoodandwineshow.com.au.